Welcome back to what was once called the Kyle and Cody Radio Show. Cody doesn't know this, but we're changing the name. Here's what why. are we changing it to? We don't know. Well, let's figure it out. We don't because, know because, like, Happy Clappy came about by in the podcast. Uh, actually, yeah, that's with Todd. So, what's when we do episodes with Todd's Happy Clappy? Here's the thing about Kyle Cody Radio Show. We loved it. Oh, what if we called it the Big Daddy Podcast? Uh, no, that's that's Mark's. That's podcast. Mark's podcast. Oh. Um, no. So here's the thing: Kyle and Cody Radio at the edge of the apocalypse got us through COVID. It did. The problem is though, COVID is COVID's gone. COVID's been gone. For I mean, it's a while. not gone. It's never going to be gone. Yeah. But it's you know, it's not it's not controlling our world wow. as it did once. So yeah. people who are new, they don't know they don't know Kyle and Cody Radio, and so we've got to deem the show as its own thing. Oh, that's true. Because Kyle and Cody Radio was for a time and a season. Mm. So producer Mark and I were talking uh, yesterday that it's essentially time to. Rename this with its own identity. I mean, it's still on the Hoddlecast, so maybe we should just call it the Hoddlecast. Oh, see, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? What do you think? You're a, you're a basket full of ideas. Well, there's Mark's 15 minute alarm, which means he should be working out right now. Do your push ups now. On on show, do them. No. Do them. The people I, want to know that you can do push ups. Five of them. I can't though. He can't. He can't. You don't want to. You know, I've seen it. You Listen, don't kids, see it on the show. If you can't do push ups, stick to music. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I did. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I was trying to think of names that Hoddle fits into. Like, oh, uh, see, everything's Hoddle. Yeah. I, I don't know that we need to do. We've already got the Hoddle cast, so I think it'll be confusing if we do another thing Hoddle. Yeah. What um what encompasses you and I as pastors? Like what makes what we do, you and I different? Crazy. Um, Can't call it the crazy podcast. Yeah. I've thought about that. Um, normalcy and insanity. Yeah, we could call it something ironic, no. like two normal dudes talking about normal things. Podcast. Um, you definitely, yeah, yeah. We're not you're not normal. Um, so we'll have, we're gonna have to work. This is gonna be a working Wait thing. A second, though, based now, on what scale? For now, I think we should just call this the Hoddlecast until we come up with a name. We're, this is a work in progress. If you actually listen to this and you want to help us come up with a new name, we're, we're down with it. But I think it's time to retire the Kyle and Cody radio show. At the just call it Jerry's Llama Emporium. Because really, that was, a, that was a radio show that was actually just a video show. So uh, It was a video show. Yeah. But we've got to figure out. Maybe we'll keep it. But uh, as of now, it seems like we should come By up the way, with some other. Know, somebody on identity. Sunday told me that they love our podcast. They think I have a face made for radio. And I wasn't sure what to take. I think they meant to say voice, but. Uh, yeah. No, no, they meant face. They yeah. meant face? I, yeah. I don't understand. But, well, yeah. anyways. That one surprised me that somebody actually listened to the show was at church on Sunday. So Yeah. We've actually <laughs> had a lot of people that have told us they have they listened to the podcast first. And then came based on like yeah. the podcast, which hello to you all of you, hello podcast you listeners, faithful, yeah. those of you who have your notifications on Spotify turned on. Yeah, we're gonna keep doing this because we love it and it's important, and it is a way that, that people are finding out about about our church and by just vicariously through us. But so we're gonna we're gonna find out the yet to be newly named Hoddlecast, but uh, formerly the Kyle and Cody Ray Show at the Edge of the Apocalypse. I love it. But anyways, we have a new topic today. Let's talk we were, about What it. is just the Kyle and Cody radio, um, like, 10 steps back from the edge of the apocalypse? Since, it's, you know, we're not, we're not at the edge anymore. That doesn't fit on a t-shirt. <laughs> it sure does. We all know you're about merch. <laughs> yeah. I do love merch. 
I do love merch. There's no question. Listen, if if I go to a pastor's conference and they don't have good merch, I, was it even a good pastor's conference? That's the question. I don't think so. I, I would hope that there would be good teachings about Christ. If I don't get a good T-shirt, yeah, I don't think so. Realistic point of view. Yeah. If I don't get a good T-shirt, I don't think it's a good teaching. I'm sorry. Yeah, our merch. I got nothing to remember this conference <laughs> by. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the things uh, we re- we regret that Cody says on this podcast. So like, that's uh, the name of the podcast. Yeah. Things that we regret Cody says. Dumbest mistakes in ministry part three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that actually. No. Yeah. No. We'll figure it out as we go. We could but just say stuff pastors think podcast. We thought about that. Let's let's talk about something important. To Sunday, I talked about loneliness as a as a messy issue. Yeah. It it really is. If I, people probably think about messy issues as bigger things in in life. Like I had a lot quality, of. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I had a lot of gender. people ask if you're okay. I did. I had a lot of people ask me if you're okay. Why? Because like you talked about loneliness, and it was like it hit home. And somebody's like, "Is he okay? Is like, is he lonely? Does like he need a friend? Like no." And Adam Evans told me that he was going to come give you a big hug after service, but he said you said you don't like hugs. So no, I don't. I don't like hugs, but no, I mean, I, I honestly, I'm not one that struggles personally with loneliness. Um, I, I, but I, as I've gotten older, I've recognized that people do struggle with loneliness. Like, they do. And like, as a young man, of course, I didn't ever think that was a real struggle that I would have. But when you, when you meet with people over and over and over again as a pastor, you recognize that loneliness is a thing. Like it's it, and especially as you get older, you have more losses in your life. You lose more people you love. Um, especially as you get much older, um, superannuated, like you've had a lot of losses. You may have lost a child, a spouse, a parent, and that makes you lonely. And as a church, we have to understand people are lonely for a lot of different reasons. We've had we have people, family members who have um, their loved ones, and and you know, right now in nursing homes we've had people go to the hospice we've had all these situations like that makes you lonely in one way or another and it, it affects people of all different age groups and so as a church we have to have conversations about loneliness because it is not an often topic talks about topic in the church like it's just kind of like one of those secret things we turn our head to and we just have to be more aware of it like i'm not saying everybody experiences loneliness often but there are people who are lonely right now and it's it, it's a good percentage of people and we need to do something about it as individuals. I I notice. I mean, it, it it's good that you said that too, because it's not just. Sometimes I think we think lonely and old are are synonymous, right? Like that somehow that's the only time you're lonely. But the truth is, like, there is everybody at all phases of life experiences loneliness to a degree at some point, right? The idea, like, am I all alone? Does anybody know how I feel? Like. Uh, I just want to spend time with people like, and to me, I know you and I've talked about this. I think that loneliness, loneliness happens to us, but it's also a two way street in some regards, right? Like if I'm lonely and I don't have people, it is my responsibility to try and find people that have the same affinities as me. It is my responsibility to try and find a group of people that think or believe or talk or act the same way so that I have some kind of camaraderie because I do believe that life is never better than when we're together. Like I really do believe that mm-hmm. because the more together we are, we are with other people, the better relationships we have, the more clearly we see the world and the less jaded we are about our perspective. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't, my sermon wasn't to give people the excuse to be lonely. Like 
if you self-isolate, if you're introverted and you don't want to be around people and then you're lonely, you do, you are a cause of the loneliness. Now, sometimes the world causes you to be lonely, but sometimes you just cause your own loneliness. You, you choose it. And the problem is there are people who choose loneliness and then complain because they're lonely and that the people don't want to be around them. And there is a lot of that, that they, they are choosing. And so there's a danger. Like if you're listening to this and you're, you're lonely, are you, the question is ask yourself, are you making a choice to be lonely? Are you separating from people? Are you using space, time, COVID, whatever, as an excuse to be lonely and then judging others and their lack of love for you by you are being lonely and they're not being around because you may not be making it easy to be around. I think it's also important to clarify that, that when you have unrealistic expectations for people, it doesn't mean you're lonely. It means you, means you need to garner your expectations. Like right. there, there are some people who are time sappers and if they don't get the amount of time, their love language is quality time or it's words of affirmation or it's, you know, something along those lines. And it, they haven't learned how to be healthy in the way that they address those things in their life. And I think a lot of times that will, that will feel like loneliness, but what it is is it's, it's a mismanaged expectation of p- other people's time too. Right? right. Because if you're very difficult, I mean, the truth is, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but sometimes there are people who are more difficult to spend time with. Right. And if you're more difficult to spend time with, maybe the question is why doesn't, if you've, if you've tried to reach out and spend time with all these groups, it might be time to look inward towards some of the things that maybe God's calling you to work on in your own life so that you are a person who's able to be in relationships and not be lonely. Because, I mean, I know that I know from personal experience as a pastor, there's been times where people go, well, nobody wants to spend time with me. And it's like, well, because you're a jerk, right? right? Like, it's you're not lonely because people don't love you. You're lonely because you you are intentionally mean to other people or you say offensive things and you make it sound, you, you act like it's a joke. But people don't want to be around you. So loneliness is a pretty complex topic when you really break it down because it there there's there's a two-way street involved, right? right? Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, people try to just like individually package themselves up like a Twinkie when they need to be like a ho-ho or a ding-dong. Cool. Oh, that's it's the together. hostess podcast. That's what we're yeah. going to name this. I, was, I mean, I'm going to get my hostess comments in. When I'm, <laughs> that might be it's little. It's going to be the hostess comment. Every episode. The yeah, but, but truthfully, some people choose it. And I'm yeah, not saying yeah. people are lonely because they choose it, but there are people who choose loneliness. There are, you know, we are not introverts, either of us, by nature. And so it's a lot, it's a lot easier for us to not feel lonely. And so I do feel for those people in our congregation who are introverts because in some ways, introversion is, it just leads to being separated from people because you want to be alone. But that loneliness thing, when that creeps into loneliness, it's hard for people to know the difference between the two. Yeah. When you want to be alone and when you're lonely. And so where really the onus comes on us is we have to communicate our needs to each other. We have to say, I'm lonely. We have to go out of, out of our way to make sure that people understand our hurts, our hangups, and what we need from each other. Or... No one can help us. And right. so for, I think for a lot of people, when I meet with them in counseling, they just they, they haven't communicated that they're lonely. And so if people don't know that you're lonely, they don't know to do anything about it. Yeah. And so you have to tell people the status of, and the state of what you're in. And people, we don't like to tell people those things because it makes us vulnerable. We've got to be transparent. But, but how do you expect people to help you out of a situation they don't even know that you're in in the first place? Well, I like you. you you've said this quite a bit. I love this. I, I use this in counseling quite a bit. There's no awareness. There's no responsibility. If somebody is not aware, 
right? They cannot be held responsible for the things you have not committed. I mean, people will hold them responsible, but they're yeah. not responsible. And that, I don't feel responsible like, if that's I don't not know. A, that's not a healthy or biblical thing. Like, you can't hold somebody responsible if you're not communicated to them in advance what your expectations are because nobody's a mind reader. And so just because you have expectations, I don't have any responsibility until you properly and effectively, right. and in a kind way, communicate your well, I'll give you an example. If someone tells you, like, a loved one dies and they're mad that you didn't, like, well, you didn't, my, you know, say say my so-and-so and my family died weeks ago and you didn't reach out to me. Or how about this? Or well, post on well, Facebook. How, how did you tell me? Did you call me and tell me? Did you send me a text? No, I just figured you'd find out. Well, figuring something finds out about your loneliness yeah. is the same thing. They may not ever. They may not have read that blog post that you put out. They may not have read that Facebook post. Yep. They may not have just seen the, the, the scowl on your face and thought, oh, that means you're lonely. They need to be told by you. We have to clearly tell people. And one of the problems that we have been trying to address at church is people don't tell each other when they're going through stuff. They don't tell each other when they've got medical issues. They don't tell each other when they're, when they're struggling in their marriages. They don't tell because we don't want no, anyone to know that we're struggling. But then nobody can come alongside us and love us. Yeah. And it's the same thing with loneliness. If you don't tell people you're struggling, no one's going to come alongside of you. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like the idea that I, I don't think loneliness is our fault. I will say this. I, like if, if if you're listening and you and you think we're saying loneliness is your fault, it's not. Loneliness no. is 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 a byproduct of a lot of different things. Those tons. But it's your responsibility to make like, sure people to make know. sure people know and to make sure that you're not passive aggressively. No. Oh man, I wish up. you would come over. No. Hey, would you be willing to come over? That's different. Don't be passive aggressive. Be aggressive. Like I, it, I want someone to say to me, "Hey, Pastor Kyle, like I'm just really lonely lately. Can we just can we grab a cup of coffee and talk?" I'm, that is going to get me to say yes because you're telling me there's a felt need and that you need me as a pastor to be there for you. And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. I will never turn that down." If someone says, "Hey, I just want to hang out," like, no, I I don't always have time just to hang out. But if you say that I'm hurting, I'm lonely. If you say the word lonely. Then you're communicating to me a need, and I want to try to meet that need or find someone else who can meet that need for you. That's what we do. I mean, let's be honest. We, we both know that Mark's been disheartened the last couple months because of some life change, and we've been trying to do everything we can to make sure the guy feels loved and not lonely. And yeah. it's probably been annoying for Mark. Mark can speak into this, right? He's like, sometimes I just wish you guys leave me alone. To do yeah. jumping jacks at Kyle's house. Yeah, now now he says jumping jacks at my house <laughs> every fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, but um, I mean, we we've been working hard on that because that we know that situation exists. We know, um, you know, when you when you've got heartache, it it hurts. So, uh, you need people to come around you. That's your way through it. And if you don't, if you don't do that for others, if you don't do that yeah. for the church, if you don't do that for your family, you don't do that for friends then people are going to be lonely. They're going to be miserable. They're going to feel like no one cares. And when they feel like no one cares, they feel like God doesn't care or see them. And that's not what we want people to feel. We want to feel like people to feel like God sees you and he's sending me. Yeah, I agree. 100% agree. I, yeah, so, I mean, I guess, I guess in summary, if you're out there and you're lonely, it's not your fault you're lonely, but reach out. Like, you got to reach out to somebody. Oh, here's a, here's a thought I had too when we were talking. Sometimes I think your friend group. We talk about this all the time. Bad company corrupts good character. Well, the idea is like your friend group matters, right? And if you're lonely and and you respond and you communicate to your friend group that you need time or that you want to spend time with them, and you're consistently rejected or you're consistently shoved aside, like 
you need to ask a couple different follow-up questions. One, what's going on in their life, right? That's the first thing because it may not have anything to do with you, right? right. Their life may be crazy busy, and you, you might be you might be asking for time that they don't have to give you, right, at that time. That doesn't mean that a phone call, they can't have a phone call or talk to you. Sometimes that's enough. But you also need to go, like, am I asking at the wrong time? If you're asking me to do something on a Saturday morning uh, between now and the end of March, like, it's going to be a no. Not because I don't love you or because I don't care, but because I have foot soul, right? <laughs> right? Like, it has to work with, with both schedules, right, when, you, when you're spending time with people. But the other thing you need to ask is like, is this group worth spending time with? And, and do they actually genuinely care about me and want my best? And if, right. if the answer to, to that is no, you might just need to find a new friend group. Yeah, sometimes your friend group, your family is what makes you lonely. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't so. mean you have to leave in a bitter or mean way. You, you forgive them and move on. Forgive, yeah. release bitterness, and move on. But maybe get a new friend group, Right. And if they ask, well, you know why? I just say, well, hey, I, I just I know you guys are busy and we're at different phases of life, and but don't don't leave in a bitter way. Leave amicably, right? And find a new group that actually has time for you and has the same interests. I've seen friend groups break up, and it's been the best thing for some of the people in the friend group. Oh, absolutely, it was a, it was a bad friend group, it was a toxic friend group. Yep. and even even amongst Christians, sometimes you need to find different friends that that are going to be where you're at in your place of life, where you're at in your maturity with Christ. And they're wanting to go to the same place as you in your walk of the Lord, and can meet can be with you in your season of of struggle, disheartenment, loneliness, and that's that's what we do for each other. And so we do have a, a responsibility in this to communicate our needs. Um, we put our numbers on the back of the bulletin every week. I I'm fine if somebody texts me every week and says I'm lonely. You know, what can I do? How can I help? Can we have a coffee? Like. But that doesn't happen, and I know we got a lot of lonely adults in our church. So sometimes we're that we're going to put the onus on on people. You've got to go out and get help because the church is there to help, but they're not there to help if they don't know, and that's that's really important. So thanks for listening here uh, to this podcast. If you're lonely, just reach out, reach out to somebody in your life, just and say the words. Hey, I'm really struggling with loneliness right now. Can we go out and talk, have coffee? Make sure you tell them what is going on. And see if they can be there for you. If not, send us a message. You got you know where our numbers are. 